Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So I, I, my current routine is Wordle, Wordle, ah. which is guessing countries of the world by their shape, okay. w- which is good. Um, Wordle 2, which is six letters, but it's not as good. Um, then Hurdle, which is songs, a little few seconds of them. Then Quirdle, which is probably my favourite, which is four consecutive wordles. You're solving them all at the same time. And then Octordle, which is eight consecutive wordles, which wow. is a bit too much. Ooh, we should have our own rugby playdle. Yeah, there is. So I've not played it. There's judle, which is Jewish words. <laughs> it's the same thing. And there's there's ludle as well, which is rude words. Excellent. <laughs> is there a rugby version of it that we could do? No, but uh, there, well, there's not yet. But we'll talk about this uh, in in more detail in the podcast. Rug, rug, rugby playdle. <laughs> Hello Egg Chasers, it's the Egg Chasers Rugby Podcast, the podcast about rugby that doesn't take itself or the game too seriously. Uh, I'm Tim, that's JB. Hello Tim. That's Phil. Hello Tim. And we have, uh, JB is delighted that we've got rid of the international podcast and um, and we're on to domestic matters oh, on this one, the main God. event for you. To focus on actual on actual real rugby. Although there was one email actually, which I just want to touch on briefly, that, that came in yeah. as, uh, as we were just finishing up recording the uh, the international podcast. Um, from Mike Ford, the Mike Ford. Well, he's, he's Mikey from Bath. It says Mike from Bath. Mike from Bath. So, it can't be Bath. anyone else. Can't think. It of. must be. Yeah, it must be the Mike Ford. But well, we know he's a listener. Certainly, someone called Mike Ford. Uh, just says love the pod. Blah blah blah. Uh, <laughs> definitely Mike Ford. <laughs> yeah. uh, just wanted to give you guys an update from Madrid. Uh, given Russia have ruined your trip to Portugal, I thought I'd share my own experience of rugby Europe championship. It. Yeah, well, no. I'm sure we'll still do okay. Yeah. My parents were visiting for the weekend, and given my dad is a massive, uh, massive nose, I thought, what? Ru- I assume that word's meant to be rugby. Uh, what better gift than to spend ten euros on a ticket for the Rugby World Cup to be uh, to the Rugby World Cup decider between Spain and Portugal? The game was high intensity, massive hits, and at times France-esque skill-wise. And as a Bath fan, infinitely better than I'm used to seeing. <laughs> Spain were the better team, fully deserved the pitch invasion at the end, which even as a hard-nosed Englishman, I couldn't help get emotional out. A special shout to the Portugal Nine who ran the game from start to finish, mm. and the fans who travelled over from Lisbon who gave me four cans of beer. Good Grassroots lads. rugby at its finest. Get over to one of these soon. We've been over before, and hey, listen, we'll be over there again soon, and uh, Tier 2 tours are what we're all about. Yes. Uh, and if you're in Lisbon... JB and Phil will be out there this weekend. Yeah, come buy spears. Give us a shout. Yeah, 
We'll be, yeah, just um, fire us a tweet. Um, that's yeah. the best way to get at Rugby Podcast. It, we'll it is the best at, way this at weekend. Podcast, uh, at Rugby Podcast, uh, we're contacting at gmail.com. Uh, this podcast, however, and uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing, for leaving a five star review, for patreon.com forward slash eggchasers supporting us there. Uh, this is about domestic matters, and um, uh, I'm, I'm just going to tick off first order of business. I, 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 this weekend, again, the difference between. How excited I was about the championship a couple of weeks ago, mm. and I've been raving about it. What a great game there was this weekend mm-hmm. with Doncaster, top of the table, uh, up against Cornish Pirates, third with an outside chance of getting top spot still. And this could, should have been an absolutely enormous game, and PRL, RFU, whoever it was in their infinite wisdom, have just completely taken any momentum out of the sails. And, uh, yeah, I just... I. I I find that regretful. So just uh, to cement that point. What were the games in the championship? Because I don't look at the championship. Doncaster. I know you do. Doncaster Cornish Pirates. Beat Cornish Pirates. 22-15. Uh, 22-15. Got the bonus uh, point in doing so. So uh, the table at the minute is uh, still Doncaster at the top with mm-hmm. two rounds to go. Th- uh, uh, I think Doncaster have got one game yes. to go. Ealing, who are two points behind them, they do have two games to go. And then Cornish Pirates, are, they've got three games, but they are... Um, six points behind Ealing, so it's it's in Ealing's hands still. Mm, Correct. But the next game is Cornish Pirates at home to Ealing. That'd be awesome. Uh, is that, hang on, That's is that right? Uh, so oh. Cornish Pirates travel to Ealing travel in, in to two Ealing. weeks. My mistake. My mistake. Yeah. yeah. Well, the mighty Talk H. We're at Eccles this week mm. to maintain our unbeaten league streak, although we have lost one in the cup, which is the end of the cup run, unfortunately. Um, tough, tough old game. Mm, tough place to go, Eccles. It really is. A, yeah, it really is. There's so many teams in the West which are just hard teams to beat, and these are a hard team to beat. I'm feeling it today. I'm getting too old for this. <laughs> it's so bloody difficult. You're in the shadow of the AJ Bell uh, Eccles, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. The AJ Bell could hear the uh, roars from the Eccles Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> you got him for a try as well this weekend, didn't you? I should have got three, re- really. Uh, two on kick chase, on, I got held over on a pick and go. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And there's a big win at the top of the table for National 2 North for Sedgley Park. Now, have you seen who Sedgley got next week? Uh, what, 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 what did they do this weekend first? Uh, they put 50 points on Stourbridge. Yeah. Smashed. Astonishingly. Yeah. And next week... That's a got... hell of a result. Uh, Hull. Yeah. So that means that those, those two positions sw- uh, switch around then. Who, Hull and Sedgley? I think so. No, Sedgley are 11 points behind them. Oh, are they? they were one... According to the table that I'm currently looking at, this, mm. this may be wrong. Hmm, interesting. Uh, yeah. But if Sedgley win that, then Sedgley do have a game in hand as well. So I've got some gossip from uh, from the Northern Premier. Ooh, is that well, the one that you guys are in? No. No, Northern Premier is... Uh, is that that's Grasshoppers? Otley and Preston. Yeah, yeah. so Otley... Running away with it, still in their hands. Preston are talking to the mic. Preston are three points, <laughs> three points behind them. Um, I heard that Preston Grasshopper's coach Byron, uh, Byron McGuigan has gone to Rosendale, which is a Whoa. scandal because Preston smashed Rosendale this week by about sixty points. So Preston had beaten Otley, who were at the top of the table. A uh, week before that, they got a 99-point win against... Kirby, like, Kirby Lonsdale, Lonsdale, I think. Yeah, it was Kirby Lonsdale. And this week, a 60-0 win against... Uh, 
Um, Rosendale. Uh, Rosendale. 67 0. Not so long ago, they beat Blackburn by a hair's breadth. So, yeah, that's a, that, that's a good league. That's a really, really good league, actually. Mm. And also, I think Coldy are basically looking. Coldy, if there was. If there was relegation promotion, right? It looks like Cold, a Coldy going to the championship. Are they one below that? Uh, national one, yeah. National one going into the championship. The national yeah. is, yeah. Yeah. So Sale FC set up something like third, I think. So it's Coldy. Yeah. FC, I think Rams are up there as well. Uh, I'm not sure exactly who. Coldy, Roslyn Park, Sale, Cambridge, Cinderford, Rams. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So there was a point in time where if the league stopped, Sale FC goes to the championship and Bath also come down to the championship. Bath returning <laughs> to um, the, uh, what's it called? Haywood uh, Road. Haywood Road, which would be wonderful. That would be good. Yes. <laughs> but I'd be quite happy to see Bath at Coldy. Yeah. Either way, that's a hell of a jump up for Coldy. It, it is. It would be a good cup put a few, bit of money in there a few years ago. Um, do you think they should get their nickname and make it into their brand if they go any higher? What? Ravers. Oh, yeah, they're called the Ravers. <laughs> I don't know where it comes from. <laughs> I think the Ravers is a cool name. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, so, yes, there's a bit of uh, some other local rugby. I was just looking at it. I love looking down at the lower tables now. It's great. Yeah. Al- Albion got beat. Again. Mm. Same. Third, 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 third from bottom. Mm. Yeah. Did, uh, did the incredibly well coached Richmond pack get get one over? They did. They won again. And guess who scored again? Uh, I saw this. Mark Bright. 50, Mark Bright. Fifteen tries. He's top top try scorer in the league. I think I've aimed a little bit too low in my life. So I've always wanted to be the level eight um, uh, Lou, uh, Louis Pickamon. That was always my goal. <laughs> but I've, that was aiming too low. I need to be the level eight Mark Bright. Keep going until forty two. And keep going after that. It's well, he's not. Doesn't sound like he's retiring. Fifteen tries, age forty-two or forty. That's incredible. 42. Fifteen tries, and he's uh, assuming he's even if he's played every game, that's eighteen games. <laughs> it's unreal. Forty-three. It'll be forty-four this year. Come on. What? Oh, do you know who was at, um who was in Manchester this week? Uh, a legend who played high level sport till late in his 40s uh, sorry early in his 40s oh Tom Brady Tom Brady was here I saw a picture of him with Cristiano Ronaldo Tom Brady Ronaldo. was here yeah Tom Brady's around knocking about yeah did he stop into the dungeon for a, he did not. an espresso do you know who, who he was with or we got a picture with I saw Ronaldo but no others Ronaldo and Mickey Thomas do you remember him Mickey Thomas played uh, football for Wales oh and some of the stories about Mickey Thomas are amazing they are amazing oh, so, so he, do you come across him at TalkSport yes yes uh, uh, no it was a, no, no not TalkSport but yeah uh, but yeah, through radio yes um, because he um, <laughs> there's not really much we can say is there without some, worrying about getting amazing. sued or beaten up he was playing for <laughs> he was playing for Chelsea and he was living in North Wales yeah he still does yeah I know yeah I know um, but he was finding the commute a bit too much <laughs> Travelling from up there, right in Colwyn Bay. Yeah, so he was up in Colwyn Bay, travelling all the way to West London for training, and he was finding the commute a little bit too much. I'm not surprised. So he moved to Wrexham. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. It's amazing you found a story we can tell about Mickey Thomas. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. It was good. Well he, got, he got pulled over by the police and had 
Lots of cash in his car. His autobiographies and his after-dinner speaking are amazing. So. I can only imagine. I can only imagine. God, he's got some... I've just looked him up. He's got some list of clubs here. So, Wrexham, Man United, Everton, Brighton, Stoke, Chelsea, West Brom, Derby, Wichita Wings in uh, Major League Soccer, then back to Shrewsbury... Leeds United, Stoke City, then Wrexham, and finally finished at Port Maddog. Port, Port Maddog. Maddock, wow. So, um, <sighs> this wow. is a weird one, right? So through rugby, I've had plenty of cool sporting experiences, which a lot of people would give their right arm for. But maybe the coolest, in hindsight, might be when I was no older than, say, 10, maybe younger than that, my dad took me to an Everton game. Now, my dad, weirdly... Is into pigeons. He loves race- mm. he loves racing pigeons. And do you know who else loves racing pigeons? I do. Neville Southall. Yeah, big so, Nev. Yeah. So as he was um, walking through the Everton car park, who do we see? Neville Southall. And I didn't know what was going on, but Big Nev took me through the players' entrance at Goodison on a match day, through the change rooms, back out, and then and then to, and then to hospitality. Oh wow! Awesome. Yeah. That is really cool. That is very, very cool. That is very cool. I'm going to say one more cool Everything thing before, before we get on to some substantive rugby stuff. Uh, you just mentioned Cristiano Ronaldo. Did you see the story about his uh, statue in Madeira? <laughs> I, I, this is a long-standing I, yeah. story, isn't it? Yes. Right, it's some, in has Madeira it, Airport, right? Has there been a no, 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 update? it's not the one where that's, that's of his face, the bust, the, which yeah. just looks ridiculous. No, this okay. is a different one. This is in Madeira. It's a full-body statue that, that was built there. And it just has a... Uh, the statue's made of bronze, and one part of his body is extremely prominent. Let's see. It's, uh, is it polished to a high shine? Well, it it was prominent already, but it looks even more prominent now because tourists have taken to rubbing it for good luck. Yeah. And so it's buffed and very, very shiny and looking even more, more prominent. prominent. I'm just trying to get a picture of it now. It must be, it must be his foot with it being Cristiano Ronaldo, right? <laughs> Has to be right for. Uh, he scores a lot of goals with, oh, his, nice. with his head. Nice, yeah, that is very prominent. It's a, it's a, dece- he's a deceptively good header of the ball he as is. well. He Incredible is. leap on the man. <laughs> <laughs> worth uh, worth seeking that story out. Anyway, rugby. Yes, rugby. Good weekend in the Premiership. Enjoyed it very, very much. Enjoyed it actually. Some, some great results. Uh, uh, much like England, an early red card. Um, had a uh, had a contributing effect. I'm not going to say it caused Exeter to lose, but um, it certainly didn't help. It didn't help them, did it? The um, fair play Worcester. The diminutive Hendrickson getting his own <laughs> diminutive. <laughs> Fancied a high shot. Uh, yeah, well, I said at the start of the season, I think Worcester will get five wins. They've got their five wins. They can pack up now. This mm. is a massive improvement. What did they get last last year? Two wins. Well, it yeah. might be more, but I don't know I'm how sure many of them were COVID wins. Yeah, that they is, might have been real, real wins. I think we might have been one real win. We, yeah, they might have got one early doors, possibly yeah, they, two early doors. Season, I think, and then I think the only up. first game of the season might have been Sale first game. I think Sale might have come hmm. a proper to them. Maybe not, I made that up. Not sure. Seems to ring true to me. Anyway, doesn't matter. <laughs> um... I'm encouraged. I am encouraged. Second win, second win under Diamond. Uh, they are chasing down Bristol Bears now. They're only what two points away. Two points away. I, th- I think it's a massive improvement. And it's uh, what? five five points away now. Oh, has it been updated? Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, so one, so one win away from Bristol. Yes, but just a, a, a huge improvement, and it's also necessary because we can't have a team, particularly with lack of relegation, who are perennial bottom. It has to if the if this no relegation's got to work, it's got to look different every single year. Which is why I'm kind of encouraged that Bristol and Bath are doing so rubbish. If it was the same teams down there year in year out, you'd say it's failed, but. Early signs of encouragement. Yeah. Now, just checking last year, Worcester got four wins, of which one was a COVID win against Quinns, one was a COVID win against Newcastle, and another one was a COVID win against Gloucester. So they had one win. Against? Uh, oh, let's check that. Um, London Irish, second second round of the season. Uh, no, first round of the first round of the season they beat. I thought it was beat London Irish by one point, eleven ten. Didn't, didn't have to Classic. check. Didn't have to check too far for that. Fortunately, yeah. Mm. London Irish just disappointed they didn't get a draw. Yeah, very disappointed. <laughs> Worcester, Worcester played some nice stuff this week. Scored some lovely tries, um, and deserved their win because Exeter, even with a man down, Henderson down for uh, sixty-five minutes. They are still a good team, yeah. and they've got some big boys in that pack as well. Big strong still. boys. Are you buying yeah. the hype around Finn Smith? Do you think he is the second coming? Do you think he's the best Smith who plays ten for in England at the moment? So, no, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I've not seen anyone say that he is. Uh, Diamond. <laughs> Diamond says that. Diamond might say that. I'm not saying anyone other than Steve Diamond. Say, I, I've not actually seen Diamond say that. Uh, Finn Smith's certainly better than the kid with the fancy name. <laughs> Orlando <laughs> Bailey, that's... Uh, oh, yeah. That, that's how Diamond... That was his quote, yeah. That's, that's how Diamond's referred, uh, referred to him. He, look, he looks fairly le- fairly legitimate to me. I, I think what Diamond does really well is he finds st- potential stars in, in his squad and he, make, he, make, he, he makes them better. Like, when Sale were really struggling... We, they had one or two really key guys, and when they played, they did well. You can sort of see that coming now. Like Ted Hill has to play, Finn Smith has to play. They'll the get t- handful of these guys. Ted Hill's been like that for three seasons. Yeah, that is fair. Um, and Finn Smith has been playing some nice stuff. I'm not sure I've seen enough of him to definitively say whether he's going to be the next thing since sliced bread. Anyone but know? What, not bad. What has happened to Owen Williams when he's like likely to be back? No idea. Because I genuinely no idea they had a really good shot, shot of climbing the table with Hines and Hines Williams, and Williams, you know, pulling the strings because they're mm-hmm. all bloody good. Um, Williams, uh, he got injured, but I've just not seen anything of him since. Well, they, they had Ryan Mills; he was the same for them, and he was injured lots. But um, who yeah. Ryan Mills still who, is injured lots. Well, yeah, he was named in the team to play uh, for Wasps today, and then dropped out before kickoff. Yeah, um, so that yeah. is a guy who could play twelve for England. Could have. could have could have yeah. could have not now at a point have. in time yeah. yeah Worcester as well doing it without their two Lions which half of their playing budget is presumably going on <laughs> yeah yeah it's true uh, what do you think of the um, situation regarding Van der what's, what's, what's his name Duan du- Duan and his numbers in the red I've, he bad. I think it's ridiculous that is I'm ridiculous a, I'm it? astonished I said last week I thought he'd be overturned uh, I find it astonishing that, that that's given as a red card yeah. and then upheld. Well, at least Worcester don't need to worry about him. Well, actually, it doesn't really matter to Worcester, does it? He's going to miss two Scotland games and then he's back. 
pretty much Mrs. Walton. Yeah, uh, it actually works in Worcester's favour to be fresh. Yeah, he doesn't get the injury risk. Yeah. Uh, before we go to the next game, uh, email from Stephen Bottomley, long-time listener. Thank you, Stephen, for your support. Contact edchasers at gmail.com. I just, you mentioned the phrase big, strong boy. BSBs. And, uh, and you'll, BSBs, you, you'll like this one. He said, I'm sure you receive um, plenty of emails this weekend about the Six Nations. Loads. And, and rightly so, loads we did. Uh, however, I want to write to you about something which I believe is more powerful and better demonstrates the impact of your podcast on your listeners. I'm a dad of two. My little boy, age four, picked up one up. So we need to remember that. We've got four-year-olds who are mm. listening, whether they're just absorbing it by osmosis in the background or what. Uh, but my little boy, age four, picked up one of my dumbbells at the weekend. I don't know if that says more about him or me. Uh, and declared himself <laughs> to be a, quote, big, strong boy. There we go. It almost brought a tear to my eye. Whilst I'm gutted England lost today, it's comforting to know I might have the next Rowan Yancey Van Rensburg on my hands. <laughs> <laughs> or Ben Hodd. If, if he's English, Rensburg. that's yeah, all good with me, Stephen. Please, we need him. Can we fast-track him as a, uh, in that position, please? I, I assume Stephen just left his uh, Eben Etzebeth specially made 75kg dumbbells lying on the floor <laughs> <laughs> that his four-year-old picked up. What are, the, what are the biggest dumbbells in... Because you've been in the sales charts, Jim. What, what I haven't, actually. Not for a long, oh. I have, but I didn't actually look... I've not been. To, I've been to the new one because even a pure gym's got fifty k dumbbells. So I'm wondering mm. what the Premiership clubs have. I Probably not much more than that. I, I, I don't know what you'd need them for. I just I can't tell curls. Yeah, curls mostly. Wrist yeah. curls. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't, no, I can't tell a story. Uh, I was going to say a story, but I can't. Um, I tell you what, though, I have got a bit of a dilemma at the moment. So I've got myself an, an Olympic bar outside. I just need to, well, not actually outside, but four outside, and I need some weight plates. On it now. Mm. My dilemma is, and it sounds so vain and stupid, but I am vain and stupid. <laughs> dilemma is, do I get branded weight plates because they look really cool, or do I just get blank weight plates? Just, well, just the cheapest. You like the, are the neighbours? Because your neighbour likes to watch you work out. Yeah, she, she so, sits so you'll on the, be she sits on step and has some wine. So yeah, you will be working out outside, won't you? Yeah. So you want to make it easy while she's having um, her wine. She you want to make it easy lifting, for her eh? to know what you're lifting. So you need the red, yellow, yeah, right. blue, green. Well, I like the branding, I like nice things, but here's why I mentioned it. How I would pay a certain amount for a brand, but I pay an awful lot for branded extra heavy plates with Etzebeth written on, on the side. <laughs> like if he's going to get into if he's going to get into something now, I would license the name. I'd license my name and give it to I don't know Bulldog Gear or someone. Etzebeth, thirty k plates, which yeah. no one makes. Yeah, thirty so. k plates only for only for Evan. Well, what what you want is you get the is it black five kg plates, but you paint them red. And then load uh, up the bar. Yes, he's got, he's got six red plates on there. That'd be unbelievable. <laughs> uh, yeah, Eben Eben Etzbeth weight plates would sell like hotcakes. I'd, mm. I'd, I'd, I'd buy them. Mm. <laughs> you, you definitely, I definitely would buy them. Get, get the, get the branded plates. Treat yourself. Yeah, I, I'm gonna get the branded. You deserve plates. it. Yeah, you do deserve it. You're right. <laughs> definitely. Uh, did you want to see Leicester? I think it's probably game of the weekend. It's brilliant. Only the highlights didn't Just watch highlights. the full game. Uh, so I watched the first half and then the highlights. Um, in the morning, the how goal, did you watch the first half? Did you pay for to watch the game? Uh, pre- Premiership TV. 
Mm. Yeah, good. Did you um, what is it? Is, what's the subscription for, for that? It's four ninety nine a game, isn't it? Four ninety nine per game, or do you, is there an annual or a monthly or whatever? It's four. It's, as far as I'm concerned, it's just four ninety nine per game, mm. which is but, an absolute bargain considering JB p- pays one hundred and twenty pounds <laughs> per game of URC. Do they not have more than URC on it now on on Premier Sport? They have other rugby on there now. They do. They have. Uh, do they, have they got top fourteen? I think they might have top fourteen on there now. Yeah. Uh, as long as they, if they had Nola, my beloved Nola Gold uh, mm-hmm. in in the uh, M- M- yes. MLR, uh, MLR, then uh, so, I'd, I'd get that. Just to correct it, I haven't spent that many on Leicester Tigers. Uh, they show the full games ne- uh, the next day. I think uh, that's okay. live, as I understand it. Okay. Okay. But but even yeah. so, a fiver if you. It's worth you know a fiver. What? It's worth yeah, a fiver. Yeah, it is worth a fiver. It's actually, if, that, if I if I had skin in the game and that was my team, I would definitely. I'd do that. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to know if you make people resentful, though, isn't it? Really. Well, yeah. I suppose if people are thinking, oh, I've if, got myself my BT Sport subscription. Yeah. Uh, that that was the double-edged sword of the whole lockdown period because BT, at great expense. Went to the trouble of broadcasting every game, every single game. Some via the red button when they had concurrent kickoffs, but they broadcast every single game, and and that was an amazing thing to do while fans couldn't go. But it also, I, I did think at the time, this is brilliant, but also this is going to become what the expectation. Mm. Yeah, well, quite right. I but tell you another thing. Well, uh, just, on. just on that, you compare it to what football did, and the Premier League. So all the clubs made you put a retainer on your season ticket order, so you, you started to pay for your season ticket even though you weren't attending the game. And then instead of saying, OK, you're going to be paying £800 this year for your season ticket, but you're not going to watch a game, they broadcast every game but made you them initially pay £16 per game as well as the hundreds of pounds that you were paying. No. I mean, it it shows you the, the priorities of the football clubs in that scenario. Right, so, um, <laughs> what was I about to say there? Sorry, so I cut across you. Oh yeah, the other thing the lockdown's done, and we've not not recovered from this. And maybe you need to tell your colleagues. Um, I believe that the dress standards have got too casual in rugby now. It's getting like a joke. We were watching today BT Sport, and the only one who passed the smartness test was Andy Good. And he half passed. He did pass it. That, that was passable. It was Wearing passable. A, a passable. dark shirt. Yeah. Uh, um, I just think it, it, rugby deserves a sense of occasion. Uh, Johnny Wilkinson did it yesterday. No tie. It deserves a sense of occasion. Look at the American sports broadcasters. You feel that they are in the most important event the world has ever seen. Like every game. Every game is the most important thing in the world. The, pre- like, the Premier League. Everybody wears uh, suit and tie. Everybody, all very, very smart. Uh, I just well, think Clive Woodward does dress up, but he dresses up in a suit from 1994. I, I, I like, I like <laughs> suits. <laughs> classics, uh, classics. I'm never the biggest fan of Clive Woodward. I just think he's so free, so infrequently seems to know what's going on yeah. and could describe it in a way that I understand. Maybe it's because he's so much. Um, so much smarter and more in tune than I am. Pretty sure, no. no. Uh, Who knows? Plus, um, part of the reason that you're saying that is because Benjamin Kezer wasn't outside in the cold, so he wasn't wearing his yellow gloves. I think he should wear those yellow gloves even all, indoors in the studio at all no, times. That's a bold style, style statement. They are cool. I like. Oh yeah, it's, it's Ben Kezer. Benjamin Kezer was in a jumper. Jumper. Um, uh, 
Craig Doyle was just in a polo shirt. It was a studio show, so I think you can't have a different format. It's not, if, if you're on location and you're you know, there, I, I think there the are with, standards. So the problem with Craig Doyle is he always, he always looks cool, right? Yeah. He, so if it's just Craig Doyle that did it, it would be passable? I hope I look that good at 51. 50. Yeah, yeah, I know. But, that, but that's the point, right? So because Craig Doyle gets away with it because he looks cool, everyone thinks, oh, yeah, well, we can do it. No, the rules aren't the same for you. They're, they're, they're not. <laughs> you know, there's they're different rules. It's like the same way that... Augustine Peashot wears his white trainers, trainers right? yeah. That's fine for Augustine Peashot. The rules are different for him. Yeah. Don't come to a business meeting in, 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 in Augustine's trainers. You're not going to get... Bill Beaumont started wearing Bill those. Bill <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to mention it. If Bill Beaumont wore those trainers... <laughs> It'd be ridiculous. So that's what I'm saying. He would look like an actual cloud. Yeah, get your jacket on. Get, you've got to dress, I think. You've got to dress at least the standards of the people in, people in corporate. Imagine you go, in, go into corporate. Hmm. Yeah, there we go. I've said my piece. You, you, no, you should dress. You should dress to the to the standard of the the non-playing players. That's a good one. Yeah, I mean that's a pretty high standard, though. That is a high standard. Really high standard. I like that though. Yeah, make it feel like an event because it is an occasion. It's a bloody huge occasion. Anyway, Le- Leicester. What do you Leicester. make of them? Awesome. Nadolo. Nadolo. Awesome. Yeah. Running some great lines. The um, I loved uh, Arundel, the the London Irish fullback. Although I loved him going forward, although when Nadolo stepped inside him yeah, for Nadolo's second try, so it, no, there's no way on earth he was even going to attempt tackling. It's so interesting, isn't it, that you know these boys have wanted to play rugby from day dots. They are professional athletes, and you kind of think maybe a lot of that uh, professionalism and working out might mit- mitigate the fact that massive men exist. And it doesn't. Like I was looking at Nadolo today as he's steaming over people, and I was like, that is not a man in a good shape. <laughs> you know, he is. I do not seriously think he is working as hard as he could do to be the best athlete that he could be. Doesn't need. Doesn't to. matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I mean, Even maybe he is. Maybe because he he is still pretty explosive. Not quite as explosive as he once was. But, age on. thirty three. So I made this point, and I made this exact same argument for the entirety of Bastard Rose's career. career. Yeah. And you said yeah. But imagine if he lost the bad weight and just kept yeah. the good weight. No, Bassero had a lot more bad weight than Nadolo, I think. I don't know. I mean, Nadolo's taller, so he hides it better. But the, you know, just, I don't it's know. just the size of him. So, like, he's he just, so big. He's people, so strong. People find excuses not to go near him. So he does this little sidestep, and like, no, nope, that yeah. sidestep sold me. Side, I can't deal with that. I'm a, I'm a professional athlete. <laughs> Tom, Thomas Waldrum as well. Yep. Another say, like, an incredible player. He, yeah. he, he didn't. I'm, well, sure, I'm sure that was just. Did, he he yeah. just held it around his. It's face. a fair point. Who was it? Was, was, was it? looks a little bit poorly at the moment. He's not played for 18 months, has he? No, but he does look like he's carrying a bit of timber. Tight headlock. He can get away with it. Very tight headlock. Who, who was I'm it that, that went round? I think it was the Northampton game where. And I can't remember which. It was either Scozan or Tom Collins. Oh, it might have actually been Hutchinson. Went round. Uh, Nadolo? Nadolo in yeah, about this. fifteen minutes of fifteen meters of space where you're right, if he was if he was ten kg lighter, he's closing that space down. He gives Leicester such a great focal point. You know, yeah. we were talking, weren't we, about yeah. England they need to get over the gain line. The fact that you can get over the gain line cheaply just opens up so many other well, options. And the fact that they've got in a normal game, they've got him, they've got Visa who was playing this, who yep. is brilliant at getting over the gain line, and Genji. Yeah, who's great? So you've got multiple options. Did you see the hit on Visa? 
Yes, the Tuisui. Brutal. Tuisui hit. Yeah, so I, I thought, I couldn't believe... Uh, Tuisui looks like he melts him. Not actually the case, because it's Curtis Rona coming over the top. And when you watch again, you think, that is... You know, do, I, I think the red card for... Yules this week was just the most fucking annoying sort of just yeah okay it's got to be a red card that's a red card yeah that 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 there that is what it's that for is... you can't do that so the, the Yules one I'm okay with that being a red card the, the, generally now we're at a level where ninety percent of those are given as red cards yeah. I would also actually be okay if you said that is an accident so no no player intends to hit their head against someone else's head yeah that's every time it's an accident we'll call it as a rugby incident now I would be okay with that I understand the the argument that you want to get make the game safer and drop the, the tackler height but I'd be okay either way just as long as we're consistent I don't really mind which one it is yeah and I understand the way that they've gone so I'm fine with that but Curtis Rona should be a red card in every single <laughs> in every single format of the game that's ever been played. <laughs> At any time. At any time. Nineteen oh four. You can't yeah. do that. Yeah. Playing playing on the Somme. That that's still yeah. a red card. Uh I, in fact I'm surprised it wasn't a double red card actually. <laughs> I'm waiting for that, because it, it can't be long. Usually if two players hit high, only one of them walks for it. It's, it's, it, can't, it can't be long till we get a double red card. Here, here's an interesting one. Um so JB and I were watching the game this afternoon. And uh, Umaga scores his try, drops the ball over the line, doesn't get spotted until five minutes later. So we were talking about that and saying there should be an honesty rule in the, yes, premier- in the Premiership where if you do something like that, if you don't own up, that's fine, you get the try. But if you don't own up and you get caught, you get a five-week ban for being dishonest because yeah. he should have he should have legitimately said to Wayne Barnes Barnsey I'm sorry it's no try I dropped I knocked the ball off. or you really should check that because I, yeah. I think I, I might think have I knocked it, it might yeah, have gone down but don't give yourself up and say you should check that sir you sh- sir you should check that yeah and I like that because it's th- it then becomes a trade off as well that if you've got a must win game oh, to get yes. into the playoffs you could win the game but then you're out of for the next five weeks yeah so the exa- the reason this would work even better, right, is the honesty rule would work something like, "Did you score that try? You're allowed to say I don't know, but you're not allowed to celebrate." <laughs> so do you know when they put the ball there? Like, yes, 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 I got the try. <laughs> Did you get that try? Uh, no, no. Well, why are you celebrating? <laughs> Sounds a bit some of, the, I, I like some of the celebrations are ludicrous when you're like, he's definitely dropped that. Yes, sir, that was such an amazing try. No need to check it. <laughs> uh, did it come about because Northampton got their try? Well, Northampton had three. Uh, well, they had two no, tries. Is, yeah, they had two tries it. disallowed correctly, and then they had one try given, the winning try ultimately given. I think. Incorrectly, mm. I think there was sufficient evidence from one of those angles to overturn that try. I think I'd have overturned it. Uh, yeah. I think I agree with that. Yes. Here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah. Uh, just back to Leicester. I am convinced now, right? I am convinced that Leicester, the best way forward for them is to get Andre Pollard. Admit he might not be the 10 that they need, but play him at 12. Because he doesn't have a pair of hands. Freddie Burns does. He's leading his team to great things again. The, that is the two. Rather than... Yeah, rather than Pollard... And what happens to Dan Kelly? Good point. And Dan Kelly's got his hands full because, of course, not just Dan Kelly, it's Gopeth as as well. Mm. Gopeth is knocking about. I mean, there'll be enough uh, enough to go around, but I think the midfield axis, axis should be Pollard... And Burns. Mm. I think that'd be awesome. Well, Burns, current Premiership Player of the Month. Is he? Mm. Yeah, he's, he's having a great time of it. He's, he's a great signing and, for Leicester. And Leicester yeah. are 22 points ahead of fifth place. Yeah. They're pretty safe then. That is just awesome. With uh, five games to go as well. And we have got, really, it looks like... I mean, it's not beyond the realms of possibility that Harlequins drop out, but it looks like with the results going their way, they <coughs> will... They've got occupy a top four. Well, spot. Harlequins got sales soon, haven't they? Well, Harlequins have got four consecutive bonus point wins as well. Yeah, so they're on the right trajectory, and, and they've done most of that missing their England lads. Yeah, and it's it also looks like Northampton, despite the win and having a game in hand, it's fourth place is looking a stretch. So, but if you even if you don't include Northampton, which Saints fans might think's unfair, it's basically four teams in a bun fight for fourth spot. Look at London Irish's running though. Yeah, but a huge game. I, I I think the game of one of the games of the season, and I've been talking about this date for weeks, months even, April the 3rd at the Brentford Stadium. First time in that new stadium. Um, no, no, not the first time in that new stadium of those two teams, but with high stakes, London Irish Quinns. Yeah. Mm. Mass. Absolutely mass. I'm going to try and get to that game because like it Irish. is huge. Yeah, they lost, right? But they still... Scored twenty what twenty seven points or something? Yeah, they got a bonus point. Yeah, they got one bonus point. Try scoring bonus point. Right, they? so you know you've got to score a lot of points to beat them, and they don't ever seem to be dead. I really think that they are. I think they're going to go top four. I think X will drop out. Oh, they didn't get any bonus points. I wrong didn't they not they score got, four tries? No, only only three tries. Really, I thought they scored four. Yeah, oh, okay, uh, my my mistake. Yeah, but there's some huge games um, coming up. Uh, well, there was one at the weekend. Just gone. Sale Gloucester was. That is important. That was big. Yeah, yeah. And it, it made Exeter missing out on the win less costly because Gloucester obviously also didn't get the win. I don't see but it, making it. You know. But it positions Sale quite nicely. It does position them nicely. Hmm. I hope I'm wrong, but I just don't see them making the playoffs. I don't. I don't think they will either. I. Ju- I, I was watching. I was watching this game. I was thinking, yeah, the Duprees are handy, and the the commentators say, oh, you know, these Duprees are worth the weight in gold. It's like, yes, they are when they're on the front foot, but then they're absolutely not when they're when they can't impose their will. They're going backwards, or they're trying to offload out the back yeah. door and throwing it to the floor. It's either all or nothing, 
I, I don't know. Sale had some remarkable results at home. Uh, beating Leicester. Uh, did they beat Exeter? I think they did. Um, and they've... Beat, oh, the Leicester one, did you say? Yeah, yeah Leicester. Yeah. And they've also beaten um, Gloucester at home. So the, the teams around them, you know, they uh, and, and Harlequins. Mm. And that's when they weren't even playing well. Mm. So at home, they are a real force. Mm-hmm. I think they'll have enough. But then when you get to the playoffs and it gets really physical, like you found out about, uh, found, found out against Exeter, I don't know if their style of play is going to be good enough. They got Bathaway, Saracens at home, Newcastle at home. Bathaway win? Yeah. Saracens away. Saracens at home. Oh, Saracens at home. Now that they'll is get, one. They, get, uh, that's tight. Yeah, yeah, they'll get a few points out of that. They'll get at least two points out of that. Okay, so that one is the one we're going to have to watch because... Yeah, that's a huge game as well. That same weekend, that first weekend in April, Friday night, Sale Saracens, massive. Yeah. Saturday, or Sunday, London Irish, uh, London Irish Quins, massive. Yeah, so Saracens, the Saracens game at the Alliance, Stonehenge, or whatever it is now, um, (laughs) they absolutely handled Sale. They handled Sale in exactly the way that Sale handled a lot of other teams, and they hated it. Now, if they lose that game against Saracens at the AJ Bell, I think that's them done. Not because they might not make it in the top four, but because psychologically they know when they come up against a big physical team mm. like Exeter did to them in the playoffs um, and the game before the playoff and then Saracens did to them this year, they just don't stand up well. Mm. Um, La Rochelle is, an, is, another, is another example. So Yeah, the, the La Rochelle manhandling of Sale last in the quarterfinal or no, last no, 16. No, no, not physically, emotionally. It was everything. It was, it was, I was, I was <laughs> entirely emotional. I was reliably informed it was just emotional. Entirely emotional, no manhandling. Yeah. <laughs> it was everything. Yes, it really was. Uh, so, so. so, yeah, the Gloucester defeat puts them in a, a precarious position, albeit they still have a game in hand and are, what, two points behind fourth place. Mm. But they were looking much more comfortable than that not so long ago. Their fixtures, however, are uh, Worcester at home. She would imagine they yeah. would win. Yeah. Wasps at home. Yep, they'll win that. They'll win that. Bath at home. The, the, Three and, home games for Gloucester. And Bristol away, which they can win that. Oh, yeah, of course. That, uh, that's four. Oh, yeah, of course. They've got an extra game. 18 they've played, yeah. That's four bonus points. Whether it's a bonus point win or bonus point loss against Bristol, I don't know. So but there's I, a bonus point there as well. I still think I think Gloucester are favourites for fourth place, comfortably. Uh, not comfortably, but I think they are clear favourites because of their three home games, winnable games, and the game in hand. I agree mm. with you, Tim. I completely agree. Mm. Yeah, because if you add five points to their their total, they're they in fourth. fourth. Yep. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. I think they're the. But it's, uh, I love I love the fact it's going down to the wire. Yeah. Which, well, g- goodness knows we needed something to get excited about. Excited? <laughs> no, don't, no, no, don't you I mean, say that don't without say without that. without the bottom of the table. Because no, no. how exciting! What? How how much would we be talking about? Oh my word! Bristol could get dragged into it. Uh, relegation Don't, Bath, uh, Newcastle, Worcester So exciting I went on to Phil's for lunch Today And the, the words that came straight out of my mouth were Can't wait to watch Bath today And I, I could not wait I've been looking forward to watching Bath all weekend Not playing You went around for lunch What did he make you? Oh um, What did he make me Phil? I did barn me mm-hmm. With pork belly Oh Outstanding So do you know what that? Vietnamese salad. Do, do you know yeah. what that is? I would yeah, never, yeah, yeah. I would never know what. I've, that. I've ordered that in a restaurant before. But, mm. uh, oh, I, it's one of my favourite meals. Mm. Did um, yeah, the, the pork belly was all right, wasn't it? Did, yes, I ate quite a lot of it. <laughs> I should have. We did. We got through a kilo and a half of pork belly. Oh. I wish I'd done. I wish I'd done two kilos. <laughs> yeah, uh, I had to run 
I finished that and I went and ran twelve uh, k. Uh, yeah, just to make just to make sure yeah. that I'm on an even keel. Port Belly is such an underrated oh. like, underrated by who who underrates no, Port Belly well, well clearly it's, it's cheap. If, it, if it was supply and demand it's cheap oh yeah no one underrates Port not, not people I, that know yeah when you know Port Belly it turned out really well that it's today awesome. I loved it marinated overnight and then had so fresh baguettes pate on one half I made homemade, oh, homemade outstanding. Vietnamese sambal had some uh, homemade pickles and some Vietnamese salad as well how the other half live eh turned out alright yeah. yeah, and we had a couple of glasses of wine as yeah. well before your run. Let's <laughs> get it done, though. Although I did was have the a... run always planned, or was the run guilt? Right, I was just eating all that. I need to go for a run I'm uh, because I'm a CrossFit loser now. Sundays is always base building day for me. Slow, <laughs> my slow running day just for base fitness. I also, to be fair, I had a couple of glasses of wine at lunch and then did a gym session this evening there as well, go. which I never, ever normally I, I do. I don't know if it's just a, a current phase or if it's been around for a while and I just haven't noticed it, but that that lower heart rate sustained intensity is, is very in vogue at the minute, isn't it? Yeah, math, math is one of MAF, which would be uh, 180 minus your age to do for extended yeah. periods of time. So I, the reason I know about this is because a friend of mine is... I don't like doing the thinking behind fitness. I just like to ask other people and get them to tell me what to do. But that's exactly where it's come from. A friend of mine said, yeah, this is what you need to do. Mm. But my younger brother was training for a triathlon, and if he hadn't broken his arm skiing, he'd be doing them. Uh, and that's exactly what he was looking to do, which is run at a low heart rate, but continually quicker. Yeah. If that makes sense. So if you can hold, let's just say, 140, but and you want to over weeks 140 at... Five th- five minute thirty pace, one minute uh, one forty at five twenty pace, one forty at five ten pace, and so on and so forth. I like the sound of that because there's a lot of, uh, and this is the again just uh, this is the last time I mentioned the c word. Um, <laughs> but the one thing one thing about CrossFit is quite often it it does just encourage you and celebrate people redlining and going as it should do to ma- that- to maximum every time, which can't. It I can't don't, be good for you. I don't think it is good for you. I think there's, Pretty I think there's times for that, but doing it all the time, only redlining things, I'm not sure. But that is how I kind of have trained for a lot of my life, and I, I, but I think you're actually better. Be more consistent, greasing the groove, greasing, as yeah. the, the saying goes. Um, I've got a small quiz. Ooh, Ooh yes, please. interesting. Do we need to write anything down? Uh, no, not really. I don't even know okay. how we're going to score it. Um, in fact, I don't know if we are going to score it. I'm not even sure it's really a quiz. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so <laughs> that right there, if there's if there's any sentence that is more JB, just please let me know. Let that, me see. If that I was can it right find there. Find it for you, boys. I think in the last podcast, I am one million percent certain. Yeah, <laughs> England won that game. Oh, actually, maybe they lost. <laughs> oh yeah, they lost. Here we go. So, you might have heard me whinging uh, the other day about how pious certain people are in in rugby. So, have you been on Twitter again, JB? Uh, yeah. So, I pulled up um, a list of things which the dragons do. So, Newport Gwent dra- Dragons, right? <laughs> At DRA underscore community. Um, have put out a list of things that the dragons do. There is, uh, what, 1, 2, 12, 18 different things the dragons do. I'm going to read out uh, bit by bit what, uh, you know, what these things are, and we've got to guess exactly what do the dragons do. Does this make sense? Yeah. So they've got little little badges, right? And the little badges there. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so 
Dragon's Delivery. Do you, do you know passing what? scrum half coach, coaching the scrum half to pass I, by the way I have no idea what these things do I just want to know if like, <laughs> like if you guys dragon's delivery I'm dragon's guessing that's so, like giving like, meals to vulnerable people I have no idea is it delivering community projects or is, is it, it well just like you know fulfilling orders from the club shop yeah <laughs> maybe <laughs> I've got no idea uh, doesn't I think the owner owns Just Eats could it Maybe okay. it's delivering. Maybe it's delivering. I literally do not know what that is, but they've said they're very proud of it. Okay, Dragons Community Outreach. That's fair. Okay, that's yeah. like going into schools, clubs. Fine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we've got that. Okay. Um, Dragons Autistic Support. Well, I, I guess I know what it does. I, I know what it does. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is um, this is one, and you shouldn't laugh, should you? But you'd imagine being a Dragons fan for any length of time, Dragons mental health might be fairly, fairly important. Uh, I I don't understand, right, how organisations like this get to actually just put mental... You know, any other... It would never be can- it would never be cancer health, would it, or heart health, or but because it's mental health, they're allowed to do basically what, whatever they want. So Dragons mental health... We'd, I'm not entirely sure who benefits from that, who the beneficiaries are, or what services that they have. But there we go. Well, the fans might need it, given, <laughs> given that they've they've yeah, won yeah. one one in ten games this season. I, I guess Dragons Mental Health involves not watching past seasons of the Dragons, <laughs> never watch old Dragons games. Um, Dragons Match Day. Any idea what that does? <laughs> Why is that different to the Dragons? Not win. Yeah, isn't Dragons Match Day literally what the Dragons should be doing? Selling tickets. Selling tickets. Match Day. Um, Dragons Communities Can. Uh, how's, how's that different to the outreach? Don't know, but these this is three people holding um, holding cogs. Okay, here you go. Dragons Education. Any idea? Uh, <laughs> Any idea what Dragons Education do? I mean, no. I don't get... How in a world where Trump University is frowned upon, Dragon's education is okay? <laughs> is it not the same principle? Just you know. all right. Here's here's one for you. Tony Brown Beasley's Dragons Gateway Rugby Twenty. No, sounds like a terrible computer game. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is one which is fairly rich. Dragons Sporting Memories. <laughs> no, no, that's literally <laughs> the last thing so, you want. So what? It's these are little shields that they've got. Who for all knows these what things. they are? Fa- and it's the it's the dragons' family of provisions. Yeah, I think what this is is the dragons not concentrating on being a rugby club where they've won all of what's one game in this entire season. Uh, won one and drawn one. This well, season. yeah, for, right, and instead running around with the council chasing grants. And this is the only thing this can be. Okay, let's have a look at this. Dragons active together for the 75 plus. Dragons military veterans support. I mean, all of these things are worthwhile doing, but it's not the job of your rugby club, is it? Um, Dragons equality. I knew that one would pop up. Dragons wheelchair rugby. So far, that's the Ooh. only one worth. That will, uh, yeah, worth well, that's, say, that's, that's, that's got a direct. So, yeah. I, 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 you say it's not the job of your. Oh, your it's not, you're not, not the job of your rugby club. Or, or a lot of these things happen through rugby clubs. Well, dragons at, at, at all levels uh, and all things, but I, I think I, I guess what you're saying is dragons additional need support. What? Dragons all stars, by the way. Dragons all stars. I would I would hate to see that team. <laughs> do they, who, who do they play? Aroni all stars. Borders all stars. What a classic. Uh, dragons Phoenix. No idea. 
Dragons walking rugby. Effectively, that might be the same that's as the, the actual That's the first team. <laughs> yeah, that's the first team. And then Dragons <laughs> skill camps. I'm telling you that. There's one team I'm not paying for skills. What oh, goes dear. on at that club, I will never, ever know. And they are at the foot of the table with one win. I guess the difference what being... What a waste of time. The difference being, if Leicester Tigers had... Uh, come up and said look at all these things we're doing I would go, smash oh, them amazing no you wouldn't no you would not no, because, they're top, would because say, they're top of the table and they're doing all the fundamentals I perfectly would not, no I would say look, they've got 20,000 20, yeah. people turning up for their 300, games 300,000 people turning up that's great they're doing well I would still question what they've got to tell me about my mental health why do I need to go to Lesser Tigers for <laughs> education like who do they think they are <laughs> it's so it, it, it's so annoying well, Leicester would be an interesting case study because um, less Tigers always, always sold out Wilford Road, and then after about 2014, when they stopped winning games and started playing poorly, you started noticing more and more empty seats mm. time and time again, and then it's probably half full for a few years. Fickle, that's what you're saying, isn't it, Phil? Fickle yeah. Leicester fans. Well, uh, not, not accusing Leicester fans of being anything. It's just an interesting, almost experiment. I'd, yeah. I'd like to see the correlation between um, proportion of. Tickets consistently sold over a season, so the um, the percentage of the seats that are occupied throughout the season and the results of that team. I imagine there is probably a strong correlation. So I the, don't doubt it. So the more good, you, the better the team is, the more good you can do. I guess would be the point that Dragon Sporting Memories. Like, who runs that? Is there a director of Sporting Memories? Uh, do they? Does he catalogue them, or does she catalogue them? Are you looking is for that, a job? I suspect that's probably what it is. They've they've made a badge and a whole section out of. The, the bloke at the rugby club who just makes a note of all the stats and records. I mean, it's just... It's, it's, yeah, maybe. But it doesn't deserve a badge. Does it deserve a badge? What? Is it an official club arm? Yeah, I know. It just When you look at that, it, you just think, oh, my God, I don't want to be at one of their bloody AGMs because it will be <laughs> gone for about seven days. <laughs> Is it a separate the war, company? The warring factions yeah. of the community outreach versus Dragon's Deliveries. I was talking to... Um, an ex-CEO of a rugby club he's saying you start with the best of intentions uh, it happens a lot in rugby league like you, you just want to go out and talk to the community and fill up your stadium and you end up facilitating like Leeds Rhino dance classes and you know just things which are completely unrelated to the rugby club just because the council give you some cash and to me I mean it just looks so stupid doesn't it you've won one game you won one game <laughs> one game and you want to educate me you want to you want to see me on a skills camp a skills camp <laughs> That's council. Uh, you just think that's all council cash? It must be, mustn't it? Yeah. It must be. It must be. Uh, I notice they've not got anything for dyslexics here. Maybe they hate us or speech impediments. <laughs> must hate us. <laughs> Why don't you write to them and see what they're going to do no, for you? No, because I'll end up with a badge. I'll end up with a badge of being head of dragon speech impediments. <laughs> oh dear! What other rugby did you see? Uh, uh, Northampton lost today. A good yeah. game, wasn't it? It was it, a good game. It was a good game. I don't think either team played that well. There were some nice moments. Um, Northampton, I was sh- I was sure Northampton were going to do the most North- Northamptony thing and throw it away when there was the Waller, the try for disallowed for Waller pushing yeah. Robson, and then the crossing try with Furbank, um, and then it was the other one, the one that was given. That shouldn't have been given yeah. with a knock-on. I was sure this was going to be Northampton throw it away and Wasps come back, but they what, held on. What are our views on Jacob Umanga? 
Um, he had some nice moments. Overall, I don't particularly rate him. I'm not sure what, he's I'm, justified his position because he's been in the England squad. Yeah, uh, wider. I'm not sure squads. he's getting back in at any time soon. Um, I think he's an interesting one because I don't think he's really kicked on since the time he played in the final. I mean, he had that really good season and he moved. Maybe it says more about Supper Wonga that he plays ten. Mm. Uh, or played ten, played when, 10 when, yeah. when Sopo was still there. I do remember after he, you know, was precociously talented, got in, in the England squad, and then he, he had a he had a rough patch. And I remember him citing trolls online. Yeah, I do remember that actually. Which I remember at the time thinking, just just turn it off, mate. Well, just, I, just don't but go on it. I think I think he kind of did. I think he that, did, yeah. which I remember thinking, good on you. Like I identify it and. Just well, get rid of it. It must be very hard, isn't it? As a 19 year old just coming through, and everyone tells you you're brilliant, to find then, a whole body of work saying you're terrible. Yeah. Um, he, had, he had some great touches. His um, kick and chase and receive for, I think it was the Doggers try in the corner. That was really nice. Yeah. And he finished his try, except the actual, it's a, yeah, except it's the a, actual the finish. He finished his try very nicely. It's just like, it's, I think it's the inconsistency, inconsistency with him. Um, and also, I don't think competing with Charlie Atkinson particularly helps because Charlie Atkinson seems to be the real deal. I think he's very good. I, I do like Atkinson. Um, but, um, well, uh, they've been number him one. in at fifteen as well, which he seems to be quite. He seems to slot in there quite, and actually, he has a bit more time and space, and he is mm. he's quite he, he's loose in a good way. And yeah, the one he, that, he sees things other people don't. The one that got me was the wraparound for Dan Robson because if Dan Robinson's coming around oh off the back of a scrum yeah it's like just take it down just please God take what, it what other what other Wasps youngster came through fly half precociously talented all the skills saw things that other people didn't and could slot in at 15 Sippers Zelsky? Sippers oh he, he, he just, he's got a lot of Sippers about him mm. Mm, I hope not um, <laughs> and what, and what, I'm not sure he's got the, the high the I don't high know. end Sipp, when Sippers was playing his best rugby yeah he was and also you amazing. remember Sippers was like was I don't know if he still is he's a bit of a different build now but he was meant to be the fastest guy at Wasps he, he was absolutely yeah, he was the fastest well, he had, he had he a had couple the, of bad injuries he had a yeah, really, really bad, bad ankle, ankle, yeah. ankle injury um, the, what, what was I going to say then uh, I thought you were going to say uh, Lazowski mm. Mark Atkinson although 10 gone 12 didn't really come through at Wasps uh, no he didn't <laughs> no he nearly had his career ruined at Wasps to, to be fair Mm. Sale Wasp Bedford. Sale Sedgley. Sedgley. Wasp Don't forget Bedford. Sedgley. Yeah, of course. The players that will come through Sedgley. Incredible. <laughs> European Cup winner Petrus Duplessis. Para. And Phil. And Phil. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Uh, no, uh, and Tim, Mark Atkinson. Tim Molnar. Did he no. through Sedgley? No. That was Nottingham. In Nottingham, yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. Big Luth. Big Luth at Brill. Loads of Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, really the game. Enjoyed it. Uh, Northampton are frail. Really frail. Uh, but they managed to win. They yeah. did win. Good good performance from Ribbons, Ribbons, who played well. Yeah. The game on his 100th. They had a little phase just as Waller got their try to allowed where you th- I think I see what they want to become, which is just rampaging forwards, offloading, and then. Uh, and, and then, then you create backs. the space for the backs. Yeah. I just think I don't think Premiership teams are going to allow you to do that. 
I, I saw a little bit of that actually, to be fair to them, against Gloucester. So Gloucester's much vaunted defence, rightly so. Really struggled with them when they you know, again, when it when it they, they were opening speed out speed things up. Yeah, I tell you who I think is a very very good player and needs to be looked at in detail by England is Mitchell. Yeah, so he's been in a well, couple he has, of camps. He's in the squad. Yeah, I think they need further further looks at him. I'm, I'm, whatever Eddie Jones is looking for in scrum halves, I don't understand it. No, I've never really understood Ben Youngs, but that goes back way before Eddie Randall. I mean, if I. I watched quite a lot of Bristol last year when Randall was injured for a lot of it. If I was picking a Bristol scrum half, yeah. I'd, be pi- I'd be picking Andy Urine. A hundred percent. I really like. He's a, he's very good. Good all round. He's he's strong. He runs well when he gets open space. His kicking game is on point. He, I just think he's a better all round player. It comes back to the thin slicing. Yeah. If you look at the the highlight reel, the top end highlight reel of Randall will be better than Urine. The consistency from Urine is better for me. But. On that, I, I'm not going to go over on about Danny Care. Uh, yeah, yeah you're, you're I'd right. go for bored yeah. of saying the same. Care, thing. care is the best scrum in the Premiership. It, what is he looking for? Right, that's that's my. So if point. it's about someone who talks a lot, I mean, I'm sure he talks loads. I'm sure he talks absolutely loads. So does Mitchell. Mitchell's was so chopsy. Yeah, Danny Care is so chopsy. But then you've got the lads who might not talk as much. I think we can accept that they don't now uh, in. Ben Spencer. Spencer, yeah. Of course, he's got the personal issues with Owen Farrell. Owen Farrell, Owen Farrell hates um, him. And Dan Robson. Yeah. I mean, both those two, I think, are more talented than probably, not probably Danny Kerr, but certainly Ben, ben Youngs, but they don't have the verbals. So mm. is he looking for the verbals? What is it? Because I don't see where Youngs is clearly better than all of these guys. Mm-hmm. He's better than him in certain areas. Yeah, it's, it's it's a black hole you're just disappearing into a little. It is, isn't it? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Going down that scrum off conversation. Oh, right, yeah. yeah, I don't get it. I just I just don't understand it. Yeah, but I I kind of know now that I will not understand it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they must... Wigglesworth. Why not Wigglesworth? Yeah. Um, uh, do, do you know what? I'm going to read out this email from Ed Pritchard. He's one of our American listeners. We have a lot of them, and he's from uh, Lancaster. Pennsylvania. Oh, it's, nice. it's, it's Lancaster, but that's how they pronounce it over there. Yeah, 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 nice. yeah. Lancaster. Yeah. And he coaches the the Lancaster Roses rugby club, mm. uh, a men's team. He says he's originally from Kent and played against Tombridge Juddians frequently for Maidstone before they marched up the leagues. Nice. If you ever want an update on mid the Mid Atlantic Conference Division Two, then he's our guy. Yes, yes, please. Yes, we, please. We were literally saying this today over lunch, weren't we? What yeah. happens in Mid-Atlantic, Mid-Atlantic you know, Conference? What will take our podcast to the next level yeah. is coverage of the Mid-Atlantic Conference Division 2. So uh, thank you very much. He said, I was sad to hear about Ealing, Doncaster, Cornish Pirates, etc. losing their bid for promotion. Would there be any value in them being added to the URC? Um, well, the, the rumour is London Scottish are heading there. Hmm. Interesting. Or heading towards, towards. Uh, the... the, the the Scottish um, model, but um, yeah, it, an interesting point. Um, it, it would be, and on it's a point that JB's made in the past on the academies having free reign to select any player you want if you set up an academy that is not governed by the RFU and uh, Premiership rules. There is a potential advantage in there. Yeah, um, not not actually not just for um, for. Uh, that that club alone, it, there could be an ant- advantage to England having more English players in English qualified players playing in 
I'll use the term high-level competition. Without a salary cap? Yeah, yeah high-level competition without a salary cap because the top end of the uh, URC, which I always want to say Ultimate Rugby Championship, and it's not, it's United Rugby Championship, um, the top end of that is a seriously good competition yeah, with seriously awesome. good teams when they put their best teams out. Like the Ulster, the Ulster-Lenster game this weekend, which is a great win for Ulster. I mean, Leinster are missing... 15 players so it's, it's it's not it's not the fixture you want it to be nope. no 100% uh, and, and just, just can, sorry, I'm just can I read fin- you a tweet no I'm just going to finish this from Ed mm. okay. uh, he says uh, if because this this again another offer for this summer um, he got a couple of offers he says if you're ever looking for a game in the Philadelphia Central PA, uh, Pennsylvania or New Jersey area yes uh, feel free to hit me up we have a touring side called wait for it what a name I want to play for this team I mean like, like so Bayon bon- Bombers yeah. in New Jersey. You've played for them. Played for them. You've got the jersey in the dungeon. Yeah. Cool, ma- coolest logo. Coolest what, logo where, going. Where, where is, is it? it? I wonder what the logo yeah. is for this side, the Amish Assassins. Wow. wow. <laughs> uh, which way round is that statement? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are they Amish who assassinate people or, or do they assassinate the- Amish? <laughs> Because uh, that's, that's a team that um, plays tournaments regularly, so uh, we've, we've got awesome. an offer there. And, and another offer, it says also, check out the uh, Can-Am Rugby Tournament in Saranac Lake, New York. A huge tournament with different competitive levels that takes place in July every year. You can rock up, play for multiple teams, all in the backdrop of Lake Placid. Amazing. Awesome. Nice one, Ed. Hey, I'm going to read you a tweet. Uh, uh, yeah. A tweet not rugby related, but it's kind of related to this because it's American. These past two months... Do it in the mic. These past... This is breaking now, so just, I just want your um, okay. your reactions to this breaking news. It's not breaking to anyone who's listening to this. Though. These past two months, I've realised my place is still on the field and not in the stands. <gasps> that time will come, but not now. I love my teammates. I love my, uh, I love my supportive family. They make it all possible. I'm coming back for my 23rd season in Tampa. Tom Brady! Unfinished business! Yes! Brady's yes. back! It was the visit to Manchester. Oh, thank God! Visit to Manchester, which... Wow! We can all still dream. <laughs> Tom Brady's got, what, back with the Bucks? Back with the Bucks. Oh. 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 I feel so much happier about life. Incredible. He's keeping the dream alive for yeah. all of us. Approaching our middle age, or in middle age. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right smack bang in middle age. Yeah, <laughs> we can still do it. We can still be elite. Come on, you can win at least two more, can't you? Yeah. Oh, that's <sighs> brilliant news. Uh, okay, well, anything in the Premiership that we've not covered? Uh, Caden Murley again proving his dominance over Lewis Liner with two tries. Two tries. Yeah. Does anyone disagree now that he's, Caden he's, Murley's clearly the best? He's looking the business. So apparently, he isn't the best or the most exciting talent. At, um, at Harlequins and neither is Lewis Liner Nick David neither is Nick David uh, Tyrone Green not Tyrone Green Green. are we talking back three here uh, back back outside back Luke Northmore not Luke Northmore Joe Marchant not Joe Marchant who else has played in there they really three? rate this guy oh the young lad who was playing um, the other week oh I can't remember his name can't remember his name Beard Yes, that's the one. Not Adam Beard. The other Beard. Oscar Beard. Oscar Beard. Oscar Beard apparently is the real deal. Oscar Beard. Yeah. Hmm. 
They've got some talent in that back three. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they? Nick David, it may be a, a bold call to go and try and force you in there. I, I mean, I really rate Nick David. I think he's such an elegant runner. But well, they can't keep them all, can they? Yeah, they, they can't. It sounds like Simon Hammersley might be on the way out of sale. Mm. Apparently they've offered him a contract, according to the rugby paper. And I don't know if he's taken it up or not. It doesn't sound like the most attractive contract, but they knew they do need a fullback, need another option. Go and raid Quinns, and one of those boys mm. must, must be up for renewal, and they're worth a lot of money, surely. Mm. There's some talent there, EQP. Bristol, I imagine, EQ. imagine being in that dressing room. They just cannot wait for the season to end, can they? They've, they signed someone the other day, didn't they? Uh, who was it? Bristol. They signed Scottish fella. Magnus Bradbury. Yeah, it's, de- it's decent. Mm. De- I don't know how that sort of works, how they. How he's found his way, way to Bristol because Nathan Hughes is leaving. That's why. Yeah, but the way Bristol sign players, they usually have an existing link, don't they? So AJ McGinty oh, played for Pat Lamb, or you know he's got some links with Semi, or he's got some links somewhere else. Mm. But this one seems to be completely out of the blue. Yeah, yeah. Genji, there was obviously the Bristol link. Yeah. Um, didn't we have a link with Sinks? Unless they've got the same breathing coach. Yeah, they could well do. Could well do. Mm. What, they, what are they called again? Save your world. Save your world. That's it. How did you get the most important people in, in rugby? Save your world. <laughs> um, Saracens had a good win on the road against Newcastle. Newcastle not getting a single point, although they scored mm. three tries. Ah, uh, there's not. There's something very wrong in Newcastle. Yeah, there's something very, very wrong. Yeah, n- not great. Not uh, great. Mike Brown leaving. Talking about fullbacks, I'd like Sale to go for Mike Brown. Mm. I think he'd be awesome at Sale for one more year. I still think he's got another good year left in him. If Tom Brady's got another couple of years, age 43. 44. Mike, Mike, 44. Mike, what? Mike Brown's got another year. Yeah. One more year. Yeah. 100%. And there's no premiership fixtures this weekend, is there? Nope. So we've got a free, so we've got free reign in, in Portugal to do whatever we want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why JB wanted to go abroad in that particular week when there was no premiership action that well, could be interfered with. Although I am missing one very, very important game. Stock H, Oldham, Oldham. Week. Oh, but that's why you've planned it. I, yeah. I heard the stick they gave you last time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Podcast <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, I'm glad to be missing the Oldham week. To be <laughs> I, uh, I'm not interested. Oh, but, do you know what? Like uh, uh, young eight, kid level, like teenage level, you just uh, there are just the odd player that you just go, oh, what a what a player. We. we um, Rafi Quirks, Broughton Park, mm. under-14s, went down narrowly to Macclesfield, who are one of the best sides I've seen at that Yeah, they've, they've mm. got a really, a really good set of family stocks. Seriously good. 5-0, mm. um, Macclesfield won. Not as, as in five points, just one try to nil. Just defensive slugfest all day, but they're 10. Oh, my word. Proper proper mustard. Mm. So, yeah, I love it. It's only tell, tell about the Sale Academy player that I played against a few weeks ago. So I, I was playing second team rugby because we, I don't think the first team were playing. They mustn't have been. And I came off the bench, I think, maybe, for the second team in uh, Warrington. And there's this kid who also came off the bench about a similar, similar time to me. Uh, and basically it was the difference between the two teams. Just scored two tries immediately from the flank. Was he flank? Yeah, off the flank. And apparently he's a Sail Sharks Academy winger. No, Academy Hooker, sorry. That's his first ever game of adult rugby. Ripped this to pieces. Nice. Just gone. Awesome. Wow. 
Yeah, so watch out. I can't remember his name now, but I will be. Uh, I will find out his name again. And I'll, I'll be watching out for him. Mm. Lovely stuff. All right, we're done. I think so. I think we're done. Time for me to go and lie down. Yeah. Maybe have one more bar on me. Ooh, we should do. do you, you're not on a train in seven hours then? Yeah, no, not long until I'm on a train, but <laughs> I, fa- I do fancy one more bar on me. <laughs> well, we, we, finished, we finished before midnight, uh, which would normally put me on a train uh, six about six hours' time. Oh, well, enjoy your extra hour lion, Phil. Yes, big lion. Uh, right, thank you for listening, subscribing, supporting, you, all that normal stuff. You know what you, you know what you're doing. You know what to go and do. Uh, let the boys play. Let's play. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 